As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. This is the first... Finals MVP trophy that we're giving out since Bill Russell's passing. And he'd be incredibly pleased. It's another center. This year's Bill Russell Finals MVP goes to Nikola Jokic. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding NBA Finals Edition. With me tonight, we've got Mark Schindler. We've got Mo DeKeel hopping in on the stream with us. The Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions, fellas. Uh, Mark, instant reaction to what was a game that I would say was effort was on full tilt and the execution was just completely frantic. Yeah, uh, that is a great way to put it. Um, you cannot say that that either team didn't play their hearts out tonight, but exactly like you yeah. mentioned, a uh, uh, friend of the show and just in general, Seth Part now had a really great tweet about how no, this isn't shot variance. This is just people missing shots, and that, that's very <laughs> much nobody cares what Seth thinks. Nobody cares <laughs> what Seth thinks. Well, I had to get that one in there, but I mean, point <laughs> being, it was it was cagey, man. Like, yeah, everything felt like you were on. Uh, it was like watching Final Destination, the one with the roller coaster, and you can see like all of the like loose bolts and stuff, and you're just kind of wondering when is this going to go off the rails? And uh, <laughs> it didn't fully go off the rails, but man, it felt like it at a couple points. Yeah, yeah. The the Nuggets had to earn this one. They win ninety four eighty nine. This was a, a really gutsy performance where it was it was hanging in the balance in a lot of different moments for the Nuggets where they had to they had to go get this one. I mean, it well, was impressive just the offensive rebounds at the end of the play, like the Kyle Lowry play that led to Jimmy yeah. Butler get into the free throw line. Like that's a monster play in its own right. And then you, you have, just created an offensive rebound out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, like, it looks like Gordon's going to corral the rebound and Lowry yeah. comes crashing in from the corner and just yeah. smacks it away. And that creates the opportunity. And then Bruce Brown's rebound, which we're not we're, people aren't going to notice. Uh, Aaron Gordon kind of like took two or three guys 
on as as to open up the opportunity for Bruce Brown to get that rebound and finish. Like this whole game, I mean, this was a very chaotic game. I think when you're going to look at it in the if you go back to the first half, I think the the Heat are going to regret the fact they look they had the Nuggets in foul trouble. The Nuggets were like one for thirteen, I think, from three at that point. They had eight or nine turnovers at that point. And it was only a seven point lead. Like that's when I was like, oh, Denver's fine. Now, granted, it was yeah. a hell of a game at the end, though. Yeah, it, it really was. And and it came down to I, I was a little surprised when Jimmy got into the paint that he didn't try to create a shot and ends up throwing the ball away. KCP steals it. That, that was what kind of sealed the game there at the end. But it was just so indicative of just the way the entire game went where it was just kind of like a chaos movement on offense, followed by a really sharp play on defense that kind of led to the win. That that was just kind of the way this game was played. It was played in the mud. There were a lot of bad mistakes offensively, and then some crazy defensive plays. I thought, I mean, this is something people talk about a lot, but I just want to make sure we get this in here. That Aaron Gordon block on Kyle Lowry was just so oh. <laughs> incredibly disrespectful. Awesome. <laughs> no, you no, mean the one no. he, he blocks with his armpit? Like when Kyle yes. Lowry was trying to take him one-on-one, I'm like, what are we doing here? Pull up. He's like, no, not happening. <laughs> I needed that. I, uh, <laughs> I, as somebody who is, this is, I've been waiting a decade to get these takes off my chest. As someone who <laughs> has long been, I was always team DeRozan whenever people tried to split up Kyle and, and, and DeMar and this is why it's unethical hoops, man. Like every single play, <laughs> every single play. And I respect it because that's that's how I played as a player. Like I, I was as close to getting a flagrant as possible every play. Um, but you deserve to get blocked like that when you make some of those <laughs> plays. And that was uh, honestly, I think uh, I, I somebody tweeted this out. But like I was thinking it too and watching like Aaron Gordon had one of the most impactful four point seven rebound games I've ever seen somebody have. Yeah. He was everywhere defensively. He was fantastic just doing, I mean, playing his role on the offense. I thought everything he did was with force and just um, in general, I, I I mean, the spectacular playoff run from him, of course, obviously game four was his kind of crying achievement, but I, I thought he was fantastic tonight. Yeah. I mean, I just think the, he was great. I think I thought Michael Porter Jr. was awesome. For them, he yeah. still really struggled from three. Uh, what he, one of six, but he got the one. And even his shooting numbers weren't that great, seven to seventeen. But he was flying all over the court with everything that he was doing. And I think that was an important aspect of uh, the way he was playing. And I think kind of in the first quarter was really important for them. I think he had seven point seven rebounds to end the first. I think that was very impressive. Um, that was a very just the game itself was, and I'm trying to kind of catch my breath a little bit. That might've been one of the ugliest games I've seen in a long time, but like, it was fun as hell to watch those last few minutes was, were great. When the heat go on like an eight Oh run to kind of get into this, it was really impressive. Yeah. Speaking on MPJ that, uh, I mean, he had, it it was wild. Cause I, I, I mean, getting some kind of insight from him or just in general on, you know, what, the hell happened with his shot in the playoffs is a great question, but to see him like he routinely was able to get to that floater multiple times throughout the game and just in the playoffs in general, and especially throughout the finals. And when he hit that one between the leg uh, dribble, that- move, like I've never seen him do that 
in the NBA. Like, was it on purpose? Do, you, do we believe it was on purpose? No, no, no. That was that looked under control. That yeah, looked like it would exactly like if he went behind his back. <laughs> Max Bruce has a steal. The only option he had was in between the legs. It was you know, so and, sick. It yeah, was, was so awesome. so sick. I have not seen him really improvise like on the drive like that. And that was that was super fun. That was a really fun moment of the game. Um, other no other players, uh, yeah. Uh, huh? Should we should we unveil the finals MVP because it just got announced? Uh, I I if if you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> the finals MVP was always going to be always going to be <laughs> Christian Brown. Actually, the dual dual Browns. No. Uh, obviously, Nikola Jokic, who's had just an unbelievable season, an unbelievable playoff run, uh, very much deserving. Best player in the playoffs, best player in the finals. Uh, what an incredible run by Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, I think there were times down the stretch in this game where he, uh, you know, uh, just said, all right, fine, I'll go score. And then would just <laughs> get it in the high post and back down and get a bucket. You know, it was just kind of plays like that. With, with it, Almost like we were asking him to just be like, fine, go clean. I'll go clean my room. Like it yeah. was kind of that stuff from time to time. But like, I just thought, can we talk about that last play when the Heat are down three and, and with 24 seconds left? The I didn't like the play call. Uh, they, they, they burned one timeout to set up the play. They tried to get an action. I think it was to Duncan Robinson. I think he got denied really well. Um, you know, and and, and then it, it, it sort of bam through the pass anyways, and then they throw it to Jimmy, and Jimmy just jacked up a three. Yeah. I hated that, man. I thought with that much time left and you still had a timeout, I know some people and and, and Mark's favorite guy, Seth Part now, uh decries the quack too. <laughs> yeah, it's your favorite guy now. Uh decries the quack too. I thought that was the time you got to go for two on that. I yeah. think or, or just get your best look. I didn't like yeah. the play drawn up from Spo. Yeah, no, I agree with that, especially too with uh how well K I mean KCP was awesome the entire finals defensively, but I thought tonight cuz like you mentioned on the denied action, I was KCP blowing that up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought he was, he was really good tonight. Like, obviously same thing that it's been the entire finals, like nothing crazy box score from him, but the one, three hit was after they helped off him in the slot, um, came up big defensively, especially the last couple of plays of the game had that strip and, and score at the other end. Uh, and I, I don't know, I just like this entire Nuggets team. Like, I feel like I could go on and on for five minutes about every guy. Um, I could yeah. go on for 20 about Jeff Green, but um, I'll, I'll hold myself. Right. <laughs> yeah, hold yourself. I ain't got time. I ain't got twenty minutes for Jeff Green. What's wrong with you? <laughs> we got to really That's have a discussion here, Mark. We might need it. Hey, Andrew, we might need to have an intervention for Mark. If he's got twenty minutes on Jeff Green on an NBA Finals clincher, we need to have a discussion. You can come on my Thunder Pod and we could talk Jeff Green I for twenty minutes. We can. Oh, we can I didn't do know that. what I just walked into. I totally we can forgot do that. About it. Yeah, oh, don't worry. We can do this. So I, I thought this game was a wrap about halfway through the fourth quarter. The Heat couldn't score. They didn't score for five and a half minutes in the fourth quarter. And they were still kind of hanging around. And then the coach's challenge on a Jimmy Butler corner three where he kicks his leg out, makes contact. The, if the Heat won this game, I think this would be the first thing that we might talk about. Yeah. I don't know oh. what you guys thought about the coach's challenge and... The eventual foul call 
for Jimmy to get three, which which made this a tight game. I think without that, like th- this, that could have changed the the whole scope of the game. I admittedly did not. I know a lot of people were were angry about it. I thought it was like I mean, it was it was gray enough area for me where I just thought it was fine to go with the call. Um, I thought like Jimmy normally has a leg kick in his in his in his in his shot. Is it a little bit pronounced on that for sure? But AG's definitely running into his his uh, his pocket. Like it's not like it's just as awful as it could be. I still don't think it's an amazing call. I'd rather not see it happen. But I I don't know. I I don't think it was as bad as Twitter was making it out to be. I thought it was a no call. I thought it was pretty obvious in the replay and all of that. Um, but hey, look, like this is the thing. And and Nuggets fans were were so upset with the calls in the first half, and they felt like it was totally one-sided. Felt like those were fouls, and I know what they're saying. Call it on the other end. I felt like the Heat were the more aggressive team in the first half. I felt like they were going looking to get make contact more often, and that's what led to a lot of those foul calls and things like that. So, you know, I know officiating would have been a uh, uh, – the the focal point had Miami won this game but Miami at, for a while was just playing better they were just playing better I mean they, they, they shot better from three they got more shots I mean just barely I should say but they got more shot I mean they got more <laughs> shot attempts you know across the board with those things they didn't throw the ball all over the court the way that the the nuggets were in the first half like I think those were the problems in the first half more than anything else for Denver and I think that's the uh the real the real story of the game is once Denver stopped turning the ball over and started defending, then the game turned, and then everything yeah. else opened up after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone I'm really happy for that's now an NBA champion. Took it only took Ish Smith 14 teams to finally land on a championship level team. He is a, an NBA champion. Christian Brown, back to back champion, college champ. Now he's an NBA champ. That's pretty cool. Uh, anybody you guys were excited to see uh, hold this trophy for the Nuggets? DeAndre Jordan got minutes tonight, which was not on my he bingo got card. But... <laughs> and they still won. Like, what <laughs> the hell? Can I? He I bought- need to go on another thing, too. Uh, <laughs> I know right now that I haven't even looked. I know Heat fans are going to be blowing up Spo for playing Cody Zeller tonight. I just want to ask people. What the hell else is he supposed to do? Play is Bam Smith, supposed to play forty? Play Highsmith. Play Highsmith. Play Highsmith. I see. I didn't even think it was like I didn't. How about have an issue don't with play him? Minutes. How about just don't I did play not him? Have is that one, one thing you could do? Like I okay. thought. Yes, Zeller missed the okay. he missed the bunny put back. Like that was tough. But at the same point, like Nikola Jokic is on the court. Like I'm, I, got, I can't. I, just I got. Not I got. Have, I got. I got you. I got you. But but Mark, just just just. Friend to friend here. Nobody else is listening. All right, Andrew, take your headphones off. Nobody, no audience. Okay. This is the whole thing. All right. The in the one minute Cody Zeller played was minus five in plus minus. No, 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 In the three minutes Highsmith played, which coincided, I believe, with Jokic on the court, at least was a zero, was was even in that sense. Highsmith has really helped this team. In, in the Eastern Conference, I thought he had moments and flashes uh, in, in the in the West, uh, excuse me, in the finals. I think ultimately I would have gone Highsmith if I had to go with, with, with somebody else to sub for Bam. I'm with you on Bam needed the rest. 
but yeah. I wouldn't have gone to Cody Zeller. Not when you didn't play him the entire game and then throw him out there in the fourth quarter. You made no, the decision in the so. second first half to not play him. Yeah, no, and I think you that's decided totally to play fair. Him. I just yeah, don't think a lot of the minus five is not on Zeller. Like it's just it. I I can't. I, I'll I'll rewatch the game again. But in watching tonight, I did not. I don't know. I I just know a lot's going to be made about that, about that. Is I can't get there. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, so I, I did want to touch on Bam Adebayo and what the Nuggets did on him in the second half. He was pretty unstoppable in the first half. Some of that was the foul trouble that Jokic and Aaron Gordon were in. But in the second half, he was one of seven. Most of the shots are in the paint. Most of those were just kind of bad misses that were guarded. Uh, just thoughts on what the Nuggets did differently against Bam in the second half. Well, I, I think just ultimately they just started crowding him more and just not give him a lot of space. Like, you know, he did a great job in the first half to attack regularly. And, and, and he's part of the reason why those guys were in foul trouble. The first half Bam is the Bam everybody in Miami has been hoping for. Yeah, aggressively attacking. He had opportunities where when Jokic was on the bench and they had Jeff Green on him, face up, jab step, get right in the lane and attack. And then the next play down, you know, face up along the wing, jab step, drive, gets Jeff Green up in the air because he, Jeff Green's already panicking because he got scored and gave up an and one last time. He ends up picking up the foul on that play because he jumps in the air on the pump fake. Like there were plays in which Bam looked so much more aggressive. And in the second half, I think they just did a better job of, hey, we're just going to crowd him. We're not going to give him space. We're not going to put let him put as many opportunities to, to really get downhill. And I think that's really what opened everything up for them. Yeah, Mark, what did you see? Yeah, um, I mean, just kind of expounding off that, too, in terms of how, how Denver defended him differently. I don't think it was, like, all that much differently. I just thought, like, Jokic did a lot of those uh, kind of, like, not saying that he gave up, but, like, as you can do when when he gets posted up or, or drived on, like he has a tendency to just kind of do the swipe down, uh, step back a little bit away from him, kind of matador defense. And I felt like he just mm -hmm. did, didn't do as much of that in the second half. Part of it was definitely the early foul trouble, but I think he just ratcheted up the pressure again to play the defense that he's been capable of doing in the entire finals. Um, and Bam just missed a couple shots too, like like exactly like Mo said. Part of what's difficult with Bam and his shot profile is like. It, it is kind of like, I mean, a lot of it is going to be contested stuff. A lot of it is going to be a little bit harder, but um, mainly I just thought it was Denver playing better, which is, I think generally like when we're talking about Miami losing the series, it should be so much more about like Denver was the better team. They were more talented. They, they played better. Like that's just how it goes. Nikola Jokic in the finals, he averaged 30 points, 13.6 rebounds, nine assists, shooting 50, 45, 86. That's just I mean, a, can't get to 90. Come on, Jokic. 
What are we <laughs> doing <again>. here? <laughs> <laughs> what what an unbelievable performance by Nikola Jokic. I mean, I know there's going to be a lot of legacy talk over the next couple of weeks, but just like in, I think we can just enjoy just this moment for him can I? and for the Nuggets who just have not, I mean, they've never won an NBA title. Like for Nuggets fans, they've been through a lot. And so Antonio McDyess cool needs them die for this. I mean, I die right. for this, I guess I should say. But um, I, I Just a couple of things. One, just on the legacy thing. Can we let these guys play a while before we start talking about legacy? Can we can we no. get to the near the end of his career before we start having to worry about his legacy? Uh, no, Mo. The okay, answer is no. Enough. Okay, fair enough. Okay, and another guy we didn't really talk. We haven't really talked about him much, but I think as as crucial as Jokic was Jamal Murray. I mean, he damn near had a triple double tonight. You know, fourteen, eight, and eight. Like the scoring yep. numbers aren't that great, but I think that a lot of that had to do with Miami putting more pressure on him defensively and taking away shot opportunities. But he's just done a phenomenal job diming up guys. You know, we saw yep. the performance in game four with no turnovers and 12 assists. We know he had a ton of turnovers in game three, but still had a ton of assists. I think just him as a playmaker in this game and really this series is also one of the reasons why Denver's holding the trophy right now. Yeah. Shouts to Jamal Murray. He's, he's somebody that, I think a lot of people didn't give enough credit to throughout the entire season. And he's had an incredible playoffs, had a great finals, showed that he can be a number two guy on a championship level team. Like that's that's a big deal. That's a really big deal for him. Like, man, I I'm pretty sure he'll probably be a first time all star next year. I'd be shocked if he's not. I mean, he would have been if he wasn't injured. You know, I mean tearing his ACL in the past two sure. seasons, you know, but this has been a hell of a journey for him. You know, just in that regard, pretty, pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else before we go? We're going to have a lot more coverage on the Denver Nuggets over the next couple of days. Uh, we'll have tampering covering this NBA finals and the NBA champion Denver Nuggets tomorrow. And then we'll have D.A. and Marcus on Wednesday, uh, Nerder on Friday, and then the Slam and Jam on Saturday. Is so any, uh, no point of contention. We'll see. We'll find uh, out. Uh oh, <laughs> Probably point of contention. Uh, anything else, guys? This is our last daily ding of the season. Hey! We've done it. Hey! That's we how we it. We made it. It's the last ding. Can you guys believe it? We actually we made it. I, I know. We have a life, <laughs> yeah. Mark. Have a <laughs> yeah, life, right. Mark. Go uh, enjoy yourself. Yes. Hey, yeah. I want to thank everybody for listening. And for those of you that have tuned in on the live streams, we started those in the playoffs. Those will be back next season. So be ready to tune in live from day one next season on the Daily Ding. But thanks to everybody for listening. I know a lot of you guys, somebody mentioned earlier in the chat, that they listen every morning. Uh, let's see. Carson Watkins says, thanks. I listen every morning while making breakfast. See you all next season. Thank you so much just for being on this journey with us. It's been so much fun here on the Athletic NBA show. Uh, and one more time, guys, send us out. First off, ding, don't, oh. oh yeah, ding, ding, y'all. Oh. Is that we're gonna go out, Mark? On the last try. daily thing, you, you forgot botched the it. Last thing you we botched it. Do. Hold on, let me let me try it again. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. And one more time, Mark, Mo, send us out. Ding, ding, ding.